Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Welcome to Exploring Missions, connecting mission needs with those equipped by God to meet those needs across the world or across town. And now the host of Exploring Missions, Bert Harper on AFR Talk. Some of the greatest discipleship tools were written years and years ago. And uh, sometimes because of language and sometimes because of presentation, uh, they get lost and maybe put back for a generation. And then a new generation will discover them and try to bring them about. Uh, So stay with us today. I'm excited about our interview today for a project that I think you will be interested in, a project that you may want to be involved in. Again, this is Bert Harper, and my guest today is Steve Cleary. Steve, welcome. Uh, Hi, Bert. Thank you for having me. It's good to have you on Exploring Missions, and you're here in our studios visiting AFA, AFR, and we appreciate you coming in. We've had some uh, conversation with the ministry before, but you're with Revelation Media, and that's the minister you're with. So what I'd like for you to do is let people know what that is, uh, what you're accomplishing, and then zero in on what you're trying to accomplish immediately. Okay. Uh, Revelation Media was started uh, by my wife and I recently. Actually, we just registered and have our 501c3. I've been involved in missions for the last 25, 28 years, and we really came to a place where we really believe God was leading us to provide content to the missionary. And so the purpose of Revelation Media is really simple. We want to provide culturally relevant, dramatic, visual content We want to make sure it is produced in the right language and it's distributed to the right field. And those three things, content, language, distribution, because we found with the – and I have uh, been a movie maker and worked on movies. And like all of us that love to go to the movies and we enjoy Christian films in America, there is just so much here in America and so little – on the mission field. Ah, amen, brother. I, I think of that just real quickly, all the translations that we have in English, and I think of all the unreached people group that doesn't have John in their language. And I'd say, wouldn't it be wise missionally to spend our money doing that? And so I, I love your thought. I agree with you. we got so much here in America, and it's good. I'm not complaining, but uh, we having missions in sight really brings balance to it, though, doesn't it? I really, I really think it does, and I sometimes people may say you're being critical of um, American Christian movie making, and I'm not. I I love going to the festivals. I love going to the movies. It's a favorite thing, and for uh, my wife to do when my uh, wife and I when we travel and I come back, we go to the movies. But I've been in the mission field. I've traveled to a lot of countries, which we call kind of the front lines of ministry, and they don't have. They don't have the content. Is the content appropriate? I, I always say, can I show this in a Syrian refugee camp? Um, and, it, and if I can show it there, I can bring it backwards all the way to American youth groups. So instead of making it for America and saying, does it translate? We say, what if we make it for the world and then the world can enjoy it? Missionaries can use it. And missionaries can use it for free. 
And that's one of our goals is the content has to be provided for free. So we create the content, we translate the content, and if we have time today, Bert, I'd love to tell you about our distribution platform because we've actually even created uh, theaters, mini theaters for the mission field where 100 people can come around and have the same experience we would have watching great Christian content. You know, when you say that, and again, I don't want to get us off track, I think of the Jesus film and how many translations it was, and they had put up a sheet. Now, this is in the 16-millimeter time. You know, you just had to have some kind of electrical source, and little, a lot of times it was a generator, and they would show it on the sheet, and people would – and that was something. So, But again, as we've gotten further into it, more is needed, not just for evangelism, but for discipleship. And I appreciate what you're doing so much. When I think about Revelation Media, can't help but think about – all the scriptures, it says every nation, every tongue, and every tribe. Does that have something to do with you calling it Revelation Media? Uh, it <laughs> it absolutely does. But it's also it's also the revelation of who God is. Yeah. And if we just have a piece of the story, then we may miss out on the whole story. I love um, one of my best friends was in church last Sunday, and he told me he called me up said I have to tell you this. He said the pastor said. He's at the pulpit, and he says, how many stories in the Bible? And so we think, and I've asked that question to people, how many stories in the Bible? And he said, "He said, watch me now, and he holds up one finger. Yeah. He says, one. He says, repeat after me, one. So how do we tell that one story, and how does that reveal God? How does that reveal his redemptive plan for man? And that's really a lot of where Revelation Media came from. There's a couple of different places. And, of course, we have a role until the Revelation. We have a missional purpose of our existence right now in reaching the lost. I love that you brought up the Jesus Film Project. Um, I'm old enough to, to have experienced that in the field. And we have, we have met with them. Some of our executive staff has traveled the world with the Jesus Film Project because we use that as a model we sometimes tell people what we want to do is the second chapter. We want to bring more content. We want to bring uh, now with technology, you still have to hang up a sheet, but you don't need the generator. And we can leave projection systems in the field now and, and not bring them, carry them around with the missionary, but leave them with the pastor. And so I love that you brought that up because we do build on that model. Mm. And our only sadness is that Jesus Film Project was released – 38 years ago. I often ask people what big mission media impact has happened since. And it's usually hard to think of one. Hard to think. Well, I, I remember going to Nicaragua on a mission trip and the missionary I was there, they had translated Facing the Giants into Spanish. And it registered, but it did not register. It's kind of like you said, if you could do one with the mission in mind, the, the points and missions, Syria or Nicaragua, that in mind, and then bring it back to the states, it'd be more pointed in its missional purpose. And I'm excited about that. That's the purpose. So the purpose of your projects is missional. Uh, I'll tell you this, Steve. Uh, a few years ago, pastoring, I used to look at the Bible, and it is his story, but then I looked at it as kind of an instruction book for owner's manuals for believers, and I believe that too. But when I started reading it missionally, it changed everything. And when you start reading the Bible missionally, it um, a lot of the things that you were satisfied with, I'd be very honest, you won't be satisfied with anymore. And so 
I'm proud you were not satisfied with just the Jesus film project being out there by itself, but you see the need of carrying on. And I, I, I say that with every fiber of my being. Thank you, brother, for having a vision for doing this. Well, I really appreciate that, and it has been a journey of faith. It's not something that we set out and said, um, you know, what do we need to do to really impact the world? I actually have been in filmmaking. I've been in marketing, and I really believe God brought this vision to my wife and I, and so we say we need help. We need other people to join us. It It is a vision God gave us. And we now are responsible to carry it. It's a very heavy weight, and it consumes us. And to say, how do we do this? How do we disrupt the model? How do we present God in a more um, relevant format for what we call the front lines? And even realizing the front lines are not only in Iraq or in Syria or the war or the conflict in Nigeria where radical Muslims are. The, the front lines is also New York City. It can be a, our own home it can be our church we go to that has chosen not to be missional. That can be the front lines of missions. It can be our own children who we are not communicating God's message properly with. And when I started down this journey, and it's another reason why Revelation Media is important to us as a name, I realized in realizing the Bible is one story, Genesis, um, we read about two trees in the garden very early on. And and when you finish the entire story, there are two books, and the two books are the same as the two trees. It's the book of life, the tree of life, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and the book of deeds, good and evil. So everything is reconciled. I, when, you, when sin happened in the garden, thorns rose up. When Jesus was crucified, thorns were put on his head. He took, took upon the penalty uh, of sin and death. When the Tower of Babel was built in the Valley of Shinar, God confused their languages. The day of Pentecost, God restored and everybody understood the message in their own language. I am now looking at the Bible with renewed excitement and I have, being a Christian all my life, I've read the Bible many, many times from cover to cover and I've never read it like I'm reading it now because I'm no longer reading stories. I am now reading God's redemptive plan. Amen. Right now, I do another radio program called Exploring the Word with Dr. Alex McFarlane, uh, and we do that Monday through Friday, an hour-long program. And right now, when as this is being recorded and it will be aired, we're doing the thread of redemption through the Bible. Every book, even in Chronicles, okay, uh, even in Ezra, you'll find that message of redemption and Let's, let's move on and narrow this down. Uh, Revelation Media, God's purpose, uh, you know, to bring these, I would say, missional, evangelistic, and discipleship ministries to the mission field. And again, the mission field may be New York City, Atlanta, Georgia, your own, but it's, it's applicable in all places. Right now, though, a project that you're working on, and it's called Kickstarter. Would you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So the project were one of the first films we decided to do. We have a number of projects uh, centered around the Bible, and we also said we know we know um, 
we know God is very creative and he created us in his image. And so we are very creative and we are stimulated by visual and by something we may cross over to say it's entertainment, but it really carries, it really carries a message. And so one of the first films that we decided to work on is uh, The Pilgrim's Progress. We started that project uh, in 2015, really just with a vision in how could we present a film you know, if we're going to do a film, and of course it's Christian allegory, Christian fantasy, but for those who are familiar with the story, it is just amazing that this man, John Bunyan, in a Bedford prison in England, Bedford, England, Bedford, England, he has dreams, and he he is not an educated man. He is a pastor of a church. He is not a world's greatest writer, and he creates this allegory called the Pilgrim's Progress. That really is the entire redemption plan. Amen. And so we cr- we are creating that story in a CGI, a computer-generated imagery and uh, CGI-animated film. It is a full-feature-length film, and it will be between 90 and 100 minutes. And now we have a full team of animators in Costa Rica partnering with a studio there to make the film, and the film is made for the missionary first. And then it will be available. It will also be available to the U.S. market. But it's it's our first attempt to say, can we do this? Um, economically, I don't have a studio that's going to say, hey, we're going to write a check for the film. The film's going to cost us a little over $2 million. They don't say, I'm going to write a check for the film and give it away to missionaries. That's not the way the studio works. They said, we'll write the check and we own the film. And if money is made, you can share in that. But that wasn't our purpose. And we've been offered funding with conditions of not being able to distribute for free. And we've said, no, we can't do that. That violates our mission purposes. So we launched what's called the Kickstarter campaign, which is a website for crowdfunding. If you if you go to Kickstarter now and you search the Pilgrim's Progress, you will find our Kickstarter page. And there are some video clips on there and a little bit more about the film. And our goal is to is to build awareness and to raise enough money to complete one scene of Pilgrim's Progress so people can get a vision for what we're trying to do. Because we really believe this will be good for the American church. And But Pilgrim's Progress is an amazing story around the world. Yes. That's what I was referring to when I did the introduction, written or released in 1678. And when you see the cover of it, it's so plain, you know, and yet God got a hold of John Bunyan in the prison, and it reminded me of the Apostle Paul. That's when he wrote a lot of his letters, and so that was for a generation. Years ago, it was required reading in public schools, and now this generation that has come along, and uh, they don't necessarily know about it. When you talk about Pilgrim's Progress who who knows what Pilgrim's Progress is, Steve? You know, it's it's the hard part is, and I'm showing my age because older people know the story, love the story. Younger people have never heard of it, and I find that very unfortunate because for over 350 years, if you were a Christian, you probably knew the story of the Pilgrim's Progress. If you were a non-Christian, you might have known the story of the Pilgrim's Progress. It is one of the only Christian writings that is legalized by the communist government of China and taught in university English classes. It it was highly distributed among the underground church during the Soviet era as encouragement to the Christians. Uh, 
you know, there is a martyr in the story. When I talk to people, we'll say millennials, you know, maybe uh, the 16 to 36, very few of them have heard of the Pilgrim's Progress. And it is why after 350 years have we lost the story of this current generation? Well, I, I, that's the reason when you were in the studio and I was talking with Buddy Smith, yes, we want Steve on uh, for the missional purpose but also Pilgrim's Progress. And I, I, if you're listening today and you're a grandparent or a parent, you may be a parent and you may be a generation that doesn't know what Pilgrim's Progress is. Get a copy, read it, and then I believe what you'll want to do is say, you know, I do want to help Steve and the ministry of Revelation Media through, through Kickstarter to get this animation and make it available in the mission field and uh, here as well. Matter of fact, Pilgrim's Progress has been translated in over 200 languages. I mean, it is a powerful tool, and I do believe it's one of the greatest. It's evangelistic, but it's discipleship. Very few things accomplish both of those as well as Pilgrim's Progress did, Steve. I, I mean, I definitely agree, and we have – we tell people this, and they and they kind of look at us like they don't necessarily believe, but we have already raised funds to translate the film into 20 key languages the moment it's done. And when we said our, our missional purpose is content language distribution, we already have uh, very few films are translated in 20 languages. I think the Disney – I think the film Frozen, which was such a big right. deal, I think it's – Just I, don't start seeing it. <laughs> no, you <laughs> won't want me to do that. I'll <laughs> let my wife do that. But it's – I believe it's translated in 12 languages. So to come up with a Christian film. And say so you're going to translate this film into 20 languages. On now, the 20 is not the end. 20 is the beginning, right. and then you're going to give it away for free. Uh, wow. Just isn't something that happens today. So in America, we do need we do need the help of Christians. Well, real ministries. quickly, what I want to do because sometimes people can't stay to the end of the hour, and they've you've already whetted their appetite. They're missional people that wants to be a part of a missional. It's kind of like David when he and his soldiers went and they defeated the enemy and they got all the merchandise and they said let's divide it among themselves and 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 David says no the people who kept watch over our our homes they're going to divide they were as much a part of it as we were is that's the way missions work yes you're on the front line doing this yes the animators are there the the translators are there but also those that keep watch over home when they contribute, they're part of it. So how can how can they help complete this task? They are uh, very much a part of it. And again, if you're not familiar with Kickstarter as a crowdfunding platform, really the basis is simple. You pick a level of pledge of an amount of money you will pledge, and it can be a small amount, it can be a larger amount, and you get a reward for doing that. So that's that's this that's what Kickstarter platform provides which is which really makes it fun. So if you give, you know, $25, you may have a free copy of the film when it's done. And we have rewards ranging all the way up to $10,000 where you can actually get Pilgrim's sword that he fought with. So it's kind of fun. We have you can be an animator for a day. We'll take you down to our studios in Costa Rica and let you animate with our animators and we have people talking to us about trying to do that. And t-shirts and there's all kinds of fun stuff. Um, 
And it really is we need to bring the people together. And nothing is more encouraging to me than when somebody says, uh, we gave what we could, and maybe that's a small amount, but we shared what you're doing on our Facebook. We want to let people in our church know. We need to build a community of people that are going to say, yes, we love the movies, but we're going to invest in the mission field. We're going to help participate because I am not in a position to get funding from the studios because of our missional approach. And we would love to disrupt the system. We would love to say the church needs to remember the missionary. They really get the crumbs, which is really sad, Bert. I don't want to sound overcritical. We get a new movie in America every other week to watch Christian film. And I've interviewed with missionaries, and they said, we don't get anything um, that are on ministering in the areas of the Taliban, uh, ministering around where Islamic extremism is just exploding. We don't give them the content. And if they have the content, it's not in the right language. If they put it in the right language, they subtitle it. Half the unreached people cannot read. So we cannot subtitle. We have to translate. Then they say, how are we going to distribute it? And then that's where we're going to talk about our portable projection system that any church, any village church in the world can now become a, a mini theater and they can experience the same thing we experience here. And when you hang up that sheet, you know what I'm talking about. People come running Amen. to watch that content. Yeah, I heard like in here in America have a, a building project. You know, what all you have to do, the architect, the, all the plans and everything. Uh, a lot of places, all you have to have is a roof. Some places just plant a tree and you've got a building plan. So a theater in some of the missions is a sheet and that projector and something to project. And you're working on the two things. The projector itself, it's part of it, and that which is to be shown. You're talking about distribution. I know you've gotten into that. Uh, it sounds like an individual, a church, a Sunday school class, all of that could be a part of help promoting this and then you being able to distribute it. Uh, yes, it's important to know that our commitment goes all the way to providing the mission worker with the tools they need. And I wish we could show pictures of what we're doing. But picture our projection system fits in a backpack. It's, it's 20 pounds. It includes a complete sound system. It includes the projection screen. It includes the, it includes the, um, all the cables, the projectors, and it'll run for 20 hours without plugging it in. So it doesn't need a power source. It doesn't need a generator. The sound system, actually friends of mine uh, created this particular sound system on the set of Survivor. And they needed to play sound back. They needed to play their sound without without any electrical. And they took batteries and they wired up and they created this this uh, speaker system that they ended up – they did a Kickstarter campaign. And they ended up raising money. And now they're partnering with us to make it available for the mission field. So we call it the story box. And that's what it's meant to do. It's meant that now uh, – it also comes with an iPad. And we can drive content to them in the field. They can drive back to us pictures, testimonies, prayer needs. And so now our projection system is not only a bring it and leave it. Now it's a communication vehicle between us and the mission field. So we are extremely excited about it. Obviously, content doesn't work if you don't have distribution platforms. And obviously, distribution platforms don't work if you don't have content. So it's, it's very much our vision to connect all that together. And Pilgrim's Progress is a flagship product 
uh, content for us to do that with. Okay, we're we're talking to Steve Cleary from Revelation Media, and uh, he is bringing missional content uh, to the missionaries all over the world. We're asking the people who listen to AFR to say, you know, I can help them, I can be a part of them. And right now it's Pilgrim's Progress, and you're involved in that. Do you have future plans for others? Uh, we do. We're very much praying about we want to do two types of films um, for these larger film projects. The second one is Jonah. We know VeggieTales has a Jonah uh, that's more for American kids. That movie, although I enjoy it, would not translate well to people that are really suffering. Jonah's message is an amazing message of forgiveness and reaching and being willing to reach your enemies. The people of Nineveh persecuted the people of Jonah. Why would he go to them, want to go to them with a message of redemption? And we now know, um, and now because of ISIS, we know where Nineveh is. The very first building ISIS destroyed was the tomb of Jonah. And there's significance there. And these are, we see these as our enemies and they are the terrorists for safety for us and for people, innocent people around the world. We also have to reach everybody for Christ. We have to be willing to go on the front lines. So our second movie we hope to do is Jonah. And then we hope, for those who know the story of Pilgrim's Progress, there are two parts to it. Right, part two. Part two, yeah. uh, Christiana's story. Yeah. So we're, Her, His wife. <laughs> his wife. So we're looking forward to doing uh, part two. We're looking at other Old Testament stories such as Daniel and Job. Job is an amazing story oh. of God's redemption. Mm-hmm. And like you said, this, these threads all point to the same message. One story. It's One his story. story, isn't it? Well, Steve, when we, we look at what you're accomplishing and what you desire to accomplish, it's God's people coming alongside of you and supplying funds and prayers to see what God can do. So we know the project. We know the purpose. Uh, the price is a little bit more than one person can do, and you don't want to sell out to to the studios who would really shortchange your vision. And so the people who are listening, they can be a part of that vision and going around those studios and getting the message of Christ and the message of discipleship through Christ to missional. And here in America, we have been blessed. We need to share the blessings, don't we? I, I mean, I really think we do, and I and it's not again to beat up the movie system in America. I've worked on movies, and I and I have very close friends who work on movies, and I love what they do. My message is simply: let's not forget the missionary. Let's let's have them have more than crumbs. Let's maybe one out of ten films, maybe a tithe. Maybe we go to the movies. We spend fifty dollars. Well, at least remember a five dollars. There are there's over a hundred million dollars spent a year in the U.S. on Christian films. I want to see people. I want to see us remember the missionary. Amen. Well, Steve, it's great for for you to be with us. And they can go. How can they get in touch with you over the internet now? If in the next twenty days, go to Kickstarter.com, search the Pilgrim's Progress, and I invite all those who view our campaign to reach out to me, and I promise I will answer every one of you personally. Well, Steve, it's been a joy to have you today, and we're praying that God would bless this project and continue to lead you. And success breeds success, 
And I believe you're going to be successful and we're going to see others. And we're going to help missions be carried around the world through media. What an opportunity. Thank you for being with us here on Exploring Missions. And we'll see you next week with more of what God is doing around the world and across the street. 